0: And good morning everybody, I hope you're having a great morning. Well on July the 20th 1969, at the age of seven, my parents allowed me to stay up late one evening and it was to watch the images that were coming through the TV of Neil Armstrong walking on the moon and with millions we heard these words that's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. What I'd like to Read a passage of the Bible today where a few people take a few steps, but actually for mankind they were giant leaps in their significance. So let's read it together. It's Jesus and Peter walking on the water. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because of the wind against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out, walking towards them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, Jesus said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And then he climbed into the boat and the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the Son of God. What an amazing account that was. Well, the significance of it is this, that not only Jesus walked on the water, but Peter did as well. Now, when we think of people going into space, we think of highly skilled astronauts, and there's only a few who have the privilege of doing that. But here we see Peter walking on the water, an everyday man, a fisherman, just over 2,000 years ago. And the significance of it is this, that Jesus came as a man. He was God who came as a man and he walked on water. But because of Peter's faith in Christ and following his example, Peter could walk on water as well. He could do what Jesus did. And the backstory of this is that the disciples had just fed the 5,000 now we all think that jesus fed the five thousand yes that is true but this is what happened the disciples said look there's so many people here send the people home they're getting hungry and jesus said you feed them how can we feed so many bring me what you got a little bit of bed little bit of fish he blessed it broke it gave the bread and fish back to the disciples and then sent them off to feed the five thousand yes jesus blessed the bread but the disciples fed the 5,000. The, the bread and the fish was multiplied in their hands as they gave it away. And how pumped they must have been. And think about this now, here they are in the boat, buffeted by the wind. Jesus is walking off, off the, on the water. When they realize who it is, with the confidence and the faith and the, and the adrenaline Pumping from that miraculous 5,000 feeding experience. Peter, right off the back of that, says, Well, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come, and I'm going to get in the action again. And Jesus said to Peter, Yes, Peter, come. And he jumped out of the boat, and he walked on the water, and he did what is impossible for human beings to do. He walked on the water like Jesus, he did what Jesus did. Now when Jesus came to earth, fully God but fully man, he came to earth to, to, to show us a few things, he came to show us what God was like, he says he who's seen me has seen the father, I am the father one. So when we see Jesus we see what God is like and see we, we see what God does. He also came to be our saviour and our substitute. And when he died upon the cross, he died for the things that we've done wrong in our place. So as we put our faith in Jesus, turning to him, we can have forgiveness and a brand new life to live with Christ. And Jesus also came to be our example. He became a human being to show us how God intended human beings to be and live. I have a hybrid car. And my car works on two power sources. It has a petrol source of power and it has an electricity source of power through a battery. And it works between the two. Did you know that you are made as a human being by God to have two power sources to draw on? Natural power. Well, we, we fuel our body through natural things like food and it causes our brains to work and our muscles and our joints to move. And we can do a tremendous lot from natural power that is sustained by the things that we eat and the air that we breathe and the water that we drink. But we are made more than natural beings, we are spiritual beings. And spiritual beings, out of our relationship with God, are designed by him to draw on his spiritual power. So we're like hybrid, we have natural power and supernatural spiritual power as well. Jesus, as a human being, who is God, demonstrated to this. He ate bread and it sustained him. But then he did things like walking on water, raising the dead, healing the sick, performing miracles that is beyond the natural because it is spiritual it is supernatural but you and I are made in the image of God so that we can draw on our natural sources but also with God see the miraculous supernatural lifestyle work in us and through us for the blessing of others and that's why Jesus came and this is an example and a lesson to us that Jesus walked on water because he's God But Peter walked on water because he is made in the image of God, created to be supernatural and natural. And we see throughout the Bible, Moses, Elijah, the early church, the disciples who were ordinary people like you and me, living natural lives, but with God, living supernatural lives as well. Jesus said, greater things than these will you do, speaking of the extent of both what he said and what he did through ordinary people like you and me. He says, as the Father sends me, I send you to do the things that Jesus did, to say what the things that he taught us and to perform the miracles that he did. Go, he says, heal the sick and proclaim the kingdom of God. And so Jesus said to Peter, yes Peter, you can come. Yes, Peter, step out of the water. Yes, Peter, walk on the water. Walk towards me. And in that moment, Peter took a giant step into the impossible. What for the impossible for humans, but with God, everything is possible. In fact, Jesus says, with man, things are impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Now, let's not be extreme. Jesus walked on water once and the other times he He uh, caught the boat. He fed the feeding of the 5,000 once and the 4,000 once and the other times he bought bread or had it baked for him. But let's also not misunderstand this, that Jesus is more willing to perform miracles in you and through you than you and I often realise, because you are created by God to be supernatural. You are created by God to live a spiritual life, drawing on a spiritual power, not just a natural power. And if you're willing, you can step out of the boat, because God is certainly willing for you to step out of the boat and to see the miraculous take place in your life. Now, one of the keys this is to know the word of God. Let's notice here that Peter said if you are willing say the word and on trusting on what Jesus said come he discerned that it was the will of God for him to walk on water and so he acted on it and he trusted that word and trusted in christ he was eager to hear the word of god he was eager to jump into the miraculous he was eager to walk closer to jesus in trust and faith in his word and i want to encourage you to be eager to know the word of god and what it says about the miraculous walking closer to jesus because of god's word and walking into the miraculous because of god's word Know it, believe it, trust in it, act on it. Now there's two primary ways we can hear God speak to us. There's the most important and foundational of knowing the Bible, the general Word of God, the inspiration of God's Word through scripture. It says all scripture is God breathed for our instruction and, uh, and teaching and correction and God has given us the Bible to instruct us about his will and his ways And I want to encourage you to get to know it and begin to study God's will for healing and the miraculous. I've discovered in my life that as I've begun to understand from the Bible, the will of God and the way of God regarding healing, I've seen far more healings. Um, A number of years ago, I invited a good friend of mine to speak at Cornerstone Church uh, because he had a miraculous healing ministry. I was in Bible college, Sam Larby, very good friend of mine. And he came down, but before he ministered in healing and began to see the sick heal amongst us, and many, many people were healed in his stay with us, he taught us what the Bible says, how Christ died for our sickness and for our sins when he died upon the cross. We discovered, as we have discovered the Bible, that Jesus said, He who's seen me has seen the Father. So as we look at Jesus and what he did, we discover the will of the Father and the ways of the Father and the heart of the Father. And Jesus healed people and he never turned anybody away who came to him for healing. He healed them all. When the ten lepers came, he says, if you're willing, you can heal us. And he healed every single one of them. We see that God healed in the Old Testament through Moses and Elijah and uh, other amazing miracles and amazing people. We see that the disciples were given power to heal. The early church were given power to heal. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. And ordinary men and women, not just the disciples and the apostles, healed the sick. Stephen, who was just a regular guy like you and me, it says he preached about Jesus and performed many remarkable miracles. And so you and I can be encouraged that The miraculous power of the Holy Spirit is for you and I in everyday life. But there's, and as we discover God's will in his general word, we'll have a confidence to step out of the boat more regularly. But there's something else. There's hearing God in the moment. Peter says, if it is you, Lord, in this moment, tell me to come and I will. And he heard the voice of God. He heard the voice of Jesus saying, come, And he acted and stepped out of the boat in the moment. I want to encourage you to be eager to seek God in the moment and you will begin to step out of the boat as you get an impression, a strong sense of what you ought to do or a faith or a confidence or a knowing that God wants you to do something in a particular moment. I remember on one occasion many years ago I had to go and share my story of how I became a Christian and uh, I was driving along and I looked at the needle in the car and it was absolutely on rock bottom empty, on the big E, and I didn't have a credit card. I didn't have any cash. In those days we used checkbook and I didn't have a checkbook. And I thought to myself, well, Jesus turned 120 gallons of water into 120 gallons of wine. Surely, Lord, you can put some petrol in my petrol tank. And as I thought those words, a clear, clear thought that I knew was from the Lord came into my mind sing this song, he is Lord, he is Lord, he is risen from the dead and he is Lord, declaring as you sing it that I'm Lord over the petrol tank. So as I sat at these traffic lights I remember singing he is Lord, he is Lord, he is risen from the dead and he is Lord and an amazing thing happened. The needle that was on empty began to move up and up and up and up and up. And as I started to sing, it started to move. And when I stopped singing, it stopped moving. And I went for miles and miles without having to put any money, uh, uh, put any petrol in the tank, just through singing a song. My only regret is I didn't sing it twice because I'm sure I would have got a full tank of petrol. But I learned a lesson that day that as we seek God in the moment and hear him in the moment and act in the moment, remarkable miracles can take place. I remember on one occasion I had to help my father move and I was hiring a big van to help them move house and all their furniture and the day before I had to hire I thought oh I can't remember where my license is to, uh, to get the van uh, hire." so I was looking for my driver's license all day couldn't find it anywhere and last thing at night, as I went to bed thinking, oh, what am I going to do? I've got to and pick this van up early in the morning. I put my head on the pillow and I did last thing at night what I should have done first and pray. And I said, Lord, you know where that light driver's license is. Where is it? And immediately a clear picture came into my mind's eye of a suit that I hadn't worn for many, many years. And, it, and I saw an image of the license in my breast pocket. I went to the room the other bedroom opened up the cupboard put my hand in that particular suit breast pocket and there I felt something I pulled it out and it was my driving license much to my relief and I thought I should have done that ages ago can I encourage you to be like Peter seek God early if it's you Lord speak to me can I do this bid me to do it let me do it can I come and Jesus heard those words yes Peter I'm willing for you to walk on the water step out of the boat so I want to encourage you to understand God's word generally about his will it'll build your confidence and increase your faith I find it astonishing that when Jesus Peter walked on the water and he saw the waves and got fear and began to sink Jesus said to him oh you of little faith when I see Peter walking on water I think man You've got great faith. You've walked on water, even it was just a few steps. Jesus said, you have little faith. Now, I don't think he was scolding him. I think he was saying something like this. Peter, you've got a little bit of faith and it took you a little way. But I want to encourage you to hold on to your faith, persevere in your faith. Don't let the things that you're frightened of or the things that come against you deter you or put you off or cause you to let go of your faith. Hold on to your faith and keep walking in faith because you know what? If you'd held on to your faith, Peter, we might have just walked to the other side of the shore and we could have been waiting for the boys to catch us up. How cool would that have been? I want to encourage you to Grow your faith in the miraculous. Hold on to the Word of God. Don't allow disappointment and discouragement and overwhelming circumstances to rob you of the faith that you've got. But keep walking towards Jesus, with Jesus, on the water, in the miraculous, stepping out of the boat, and see your faith grow and become robust and strong so that you may begin to see more of the miraculous in your everyday. Learn to seek God early and ask Him. Lord, what are you saying in this situation? Can I do this? Shall I do that? And be open to hear God speak to you in the moment to see some extraordinary miracles take place. And when you know the will of God from his word generally, step out of the boat. When you hear God speak to you specifically in the moment, step out of the boat. Act with courage. Continue to fix your eyes upon Jesus. Give it a go. Don't give up and fulfill the very purpose for which God created you to be a human being drawing on all of the natural sources and using your natural gifts and natural talents and skills that God has wired you up for and given you but also as a spiritual being made in the image of God doing it with God with man things are impossible says Jesus but with God All things are possible can I just encourage you that through your faith in Christ you are with God God is with you you are his child and he says go into all the world preach the gospel those who believe will lay hands on the sick and they will recover and I will be with you to the end of the age learn grow to be a spiritual supernatural Christian living a spiritual supernatural life God bless you let me pray for you before we go father I want to thank you that you have called us to live human natural lives but you called us to live supernatural lives as well and I pray therefore that in the power of the Holy Spirit that you'll help us to come to an understanding of your word and your will for healing and the miraculous and the extraordinary things of God and I pray that you open our spiritual ears that we may hear the whispers of the Holy Spirit in a moment and we pray that you'll give us the boldness of the Holy Spirit that we will be brave and courageous to step out of our comfort zone step out of our boats of safety and to go on an adventure of faith walking towards you and with you into the miraculous. I thank you that this is what you've called us to do. Thank you that this should be natural to us and can be natural to us so to speak and I pray your blessing upon us as we seek to grow in these areas. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day.